are Emily and Blair and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast which focuses in on all the things around starting a business online, growing that business and doing so in a way that is healthy and enjoyable to you. Are you struggling with the process, the hype and the many online options out there? Each week we publish three podcasts on Monday, Wednesday and Friday to help you with all the pain points you may come across in your business journey, including many tips to keep you and your business healthy and thriving. So, before we dive in, be sure to visit our website at emilyandblair.com, which you can use to work your way through starting a business online, step-by-step, and it's completely free. Hi, and welcome to episode 36, where I'll be talking about always keeping the exit in mind, and I'm going to start with uh, how to create a workout for entrepreneurs with no time. So... We're going to look at how you can do some exercise just sat at your desk, particularly looking at stretches and uh, yoga poses. So we know sitting at your desk for hours on end, it makes your body feel strained. You know, you're crouching over, you'll you'll get lower back pain, neck pain and shoulder pain. Even if you're not feeling it now, in years to come, you'll feel those effects. So it's really important throughout the day, be really mindful of that and doing little stretches, just little things, just to keep your body in check. A few things to start with. We're gonna start with the seated crescent moon pose. What I'd like you to do is just sit, sitting on your chair, lifting your arms up over your head and stretching your fingers wide. And then slowly, you're going to lean to the right taking two to three really deep breaths. Blair, I want to see you doing this now. Come on. Okay. <laughs> we have just been sat here for a while doing podcasts, so. Oh, yeah, yep. that's good. Yeah, okay, good. So you've learnt to the right, two to three deep breaths. Now repeat on the left-hand side, and another two to three really deep breaths, breathing all the way in and slowly breathing out. That's one short pose. The next one is stretching your wrists and your fingers. Because you're typing a lot, you'll feel a little bit of strain in your wrists. So just simply lifting your hands up and twisting your wrists round to the left and the right. Then just try placing your hands down on your desk, palms facing up and your fingers towards you. Putting gentle pressure to counter stretch the wrist and the forearm. Bring your fingers in and stretching them out. Then clenching your, f- your fingers in, into a fist shape. Clench, and then release. Clench, and then release. And you can do this, you know, five, ten times. Just little bits throughout your day. We'll just keep um, your wrists and your fingers nice and subtle. And thirdly, the third one I'm gonna in- introduce you to today is the chair pigeon pose. So crossing your legs while seated, especially when done on one side or more than the other, can create some imbalances in your hips and your lower spine. So creating bigger issues longer term. So we're wanting with this pose to kind of rebalance your body a little bit. So again, you can stay seated. Both feet are flat on the floor. Okay. Now cross your right leg over the left at a 90 degree angle, keeping the foot flexed is not to put pressure on the knee. Maintain equal weight distributed between the sitting bones while staying in an upright seated position. 
You should feel a gentle to moderate stretch on the outermost part of the right thigh. Okay, and hold that for 10 breaths and then switch sides. Okay, now these little things I've given you today, these three poses, you can just do them on their own or you could combine them together in a little sequence. But just try to be mindful throughout the day, doing one or two or even all three of them, even just once or a couple of times, is you'll find really helps just to refocus and rebalance your body and just making sure long term that your body isn't being put under too much strain. Yeah, that's interesting. Like my um, smartwatch tells me every now and again that I need to stand and, and you know, do some movement for a minute. Yeah. Um, and although, you know, I sort of laugh at it, a lot of the time when I am actually sitting working, that is actually quite a good wee reminder to, to actually get up off your chair and, and walk around for a minute doing, you know, go and get a glass of water or something, you know. Mm. And so, you know, doing these other things in between times that you mentioned today is probably really useful to keep everything moving around and, and not get that pain in the lower back like I get sometimes when I'm sitting here. Yeah. Mm. Now, I'm not saying that the the long longer yoga sessions that you might go to, say, once a week, they're still really good and really beneficial. But this is just when you've just not got a lot of time mm. and throughout the day. Yeah. Well, that's consistently. good. Yep, few there for me to try. Right, so my topic today is uh, always keeping the exit in mind. Whether you're thinking about it or not, selling your online business is a reality to everyone at some stage. You know, this may be a planned exit if you've got to grow the site and sell strategy. In other words, you're sort of getting in there, stuck in for a year and then flicking the site as a uh, as a going concern, as, a, as a, um, a growth sort of strategy. Or it might be that you've, you know, you've got this longer term game, a, a 10 or 20 year game where you want to slowly grow the site and, and reap the rewards of it as you go and, and sell it further down the track. But either way, it's worth considering now and throughout your business journey because when the time comes to sell, what you do now and through the journey will make it a lot easier to achieve. Okay, so when you exit, you're likely to sell the business to another party for a price that suits the revenues, the stock level and the intellectual properties valued at the time. Okay, so it's a mindset that you can develop. As much as we discussed in episode 16, it's about almost reverse engineering your business journey to achieve a good result at the end by working your way back through the process so you know what to do at the start. Okay, now most people don't think about the exit on the way as they're busy and happy enough making money each month from their successful website. However, the end result can be dramatically improved if a little focus is put on this now. The main thing that's important is revenues. So you need to make sure that there's a real consistency in revenues, okay, and that you uphold that consistency and avoid any bad months. The reason for that is that's a real key indicator for buyers. And they'll, it'll draw questions around the stability of the earnings if you have an up and down revenue trend. Okay, so you want to make sure that the revenues are as consistent as you can keep them. You want to look to grow the revenues along the way, you know, even if it's only just by a little bit, and it might just be a little bit each year if it's a 10-year business or something like that. You know, it's just you want to be able to show an upward trend to a buyer because 
that's a lot more positive to them than a downward trend. They want to be buying something that they know is going good and is continued to be going good. Okay, get all your paperwork together. So keeping a good record of all of your, I guess, IP, your intellectual property, in an organized way so the information is easily accessible um, and complete come sales time. And the main thing with that is that when you come to sell your business, there's actually a, a fair amount of work in putting all the information together to prepare the business for sale. So if you've got all that information already recorded in a well-organized manner, it's going to be really easy to put all that information together and give that to your business broker. Or if you're selling it direct to the, the potential buyer, you'll have all that information you can present to them directly. Okay. In terms of paperwork, make sure your your suppliers and your contractor agreements are all um, you know are all in place. So that's like supply and non disclosure agreements. You know, because buyers like contracts. You know, if you've got a supplier contract, then you know that proves to the buyer that you've got a an agreement with the supplier, and that agreement will be passed over to the new buyer. You want to track your performance of your business and your website and record this so the data can be used in setting up the business to sell. So buyers look for trends and these records will not only show these trends, but they're a good check of your business performance for you while you're running it. You know, as we discussed in episode 34 about tracking the performance of your business. Okay, so focus on building up a good IP. So Look at your intellectual property, look at your branding, your designs, your prototypes, your molds, and all of those things, and look to make sure that all of that's secured with protection. So protection on your domains, you know, you can buy upgraded domain um, subscriptions, which gives you better protection than a standard domain protection. Uh, look for trademarks, look to set up patents, because all of these things will present more value to a buyer at the end of the day when you're going to sell and they will pay more for the business because of these things. So they're quite simple little things to do along the journey, but they mean a lot in the end. So I always question everything I do in my business, I'm questioning, will this add more value to the business when I go to sell it? Okay. So it not only questions if you're what you're doing is relevant and important to be doing right now, but it obviously ensures that business is growing in a way that's valuable to a buyer long term. So it's a really good way to actually structure your business to question that all the time. So in conclusion, addressing the exit along the way is ensuring that you not only run a good business now, but it sets up the structure to add a lot more value to the business when it comes time to sell. It can be hard to start thinking about that now at the start of your online journey, but it's important that it becomes a small part of your mindset as little steps now will make large footprints when the business is sold. And that's all we've got time for on this one. Thanks, guys. this episode of Elevating Business. Thanks so much for being part of our show and we love being able to share with you. Any links and resources mentioned in this episode can be found in the episode notes on our website emilyandblair.com and remember that our website is a huge resource for free step-by-step guides and articles. 
starting a business online and working through the journey. If you like what you're hearing, then please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. That's all for now, and we'll see you in a few days' time with our next instalment of Elevating Business. Now go do something today that will make tomorrow better.